Hello there, and welcome to Fixing the Sequel Trilogy, usually a writer's room podcast, but today a review and reactions podcast. We've just finished watching Ahsoka episode three. We haven't spoken about it at all. Let's dive into it, Mello. Our yeah. review. Let's do it. Okay. Um, overall, pretty happy with this episode. I'm very happy with this episode. Yeah, like there was lots of there was lots of action. It's a this short one this week. No one on Reddit was excited for a 30 minute episode. It was very no. short, but it was a lot of action. So I feel like it, it was, was a lot of action. Um, it was one of those episodes where it's like it cuts off for 30 minutes, and it's like okay, so it leaves you on a cliffhanger where you immediately know that they're going to pick up next week. And it does make me think, yeah, it could have probably... Been, could have been longer, yeah. but uh, it's, it's the short episode. Yeah, Hopefully anyway. we get longer ones than this. I wasn't too... I didn't have many problems with it. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. We saw a lot of Sabine and Ahsoka's training. We finally got those scenes. We've seen them, their chemistry together. It's very, very good. Uh, we got a huge action, like, chase fight sequence through space. It was very, very, very fun. Had yeah. a good time. Yeah. Uh, so shall we just... Go over the episode events. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's those two things. Yeah, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, yeah. So, does it open with the training? Is it? Uh, yeah, it opens with uh something. Oh, and we get the scene with uh Hera Syndulla and yeah. her talking to Mon Mothma. Uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but it's the same actress from Andor. She comes back, and same one from Rogue One. Genevieve as well. O'Reilly. Nice. Yep. Uh, so yeah, they um they have that scene, and everyone except Mon Mothma is with Hera Syndulla about yeah. looking for Thrawn. Obviously, you need some kind of conflict there. But it seems like all of these politicians are very keen to be moving away from thinking about the war and the yeah, empire. Yeah, she's talking with senators. She's like, look, yeah, we know that, uh, you know, Thrawn might be out there. Can I get approval for this mission yeah. where, where Ahsoka and Sabine already are? And they're like, nah. And this one dude's trying to make it out so that Hera looks like she's just gone on this revenge quest or something. But it's like, yeah. And they're like, um, you, just wanna, you just want resources. You want to waste our resources because you know that Ezra might be out there. And she's like, no, Thrawn is out there too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but you're just It's really a little just, bit uh... contrived. I can kind of see it. You have to have some conflict and you, ha- you can't have the full force of the New Republic behind Ahsoka and Sabine because then they wouldn't have their own show. No. It's a little bit contrived, but I felt like for the most part it kind of worked and yeah. I-, I buy into it enough. And then we see young Jason. I'm yeah, not familiar J- yeah, with yeah. the character. Uh, so yeah, Jason Sundula. Uh, yeah, so wow. the, the son, son of, of uh, Hera and Her- Kanan. Yeah. With That's his green hair. With his green action. hair and human skin, which is like, you know, what go off style was. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, I think that's the first instance of, we've seen of someone who is, is half, yeah. half uh, Twi'lek. So, yeah. But, you know, anyway, cool to see him. Yeah, cheers. Um, but yeah, hey, we actually got to see, like, you know, in a bigger form, the New Republic fleet. Yes. Um, what planet were they above? I've, uh, it looked like Coruscant. It did look like It looked Coruscant. like Coruscant. It looked like, is it almost like she's like the wartime like defense general and that's their stations that just stay in space? Like yeah, they don't seems land to, on the planet. Seems to be the case. So they're just kind of orbiting Coruscant? Yeah, well, if it's big enough, those ships can't yeah, they, land. Yeah, they get built in space and stay there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's kind of like their orbital defense kind of crew and that's where Hera is. She's kind of mm. like the, the man on the front lines, yeah. thing, which is really cool. So yeah, so they weren't going to give her approval. I mean, while we get to see, you know, out in hyperspace for a lot of the episode is yeah, Sabine and um and Ahsoka they're traveling and they're, yeah. yeah, doing lightsaber training. Hugh Yang once again once is again like, to stand out. He's so oh, funny. he's great. He is so much fun in live action. And he's like once again, yeah, no, you you're like the worst person to be a potential Jedi candidate ever. You're not. So he's you're, like, you yeah. told her that, and he's like, uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Very fun. Um, but the training's very yeah. cool. He's got his four robot arms, and he's doing this like the training with it. Yes, I love forms, all of that. Yeah. Um, and Ahsoka's trying to teach her how to use the Force, and like has the visor, the classic. You can't see use the Force to kind of fight yeah. Stuff. I thought I that really, one would would come back. It was cool to see them like fighting actually like hand to hand rather than you know having some remote droid fight around. And yeah, we yeah Ahsoka's like just sneak it around, doing a bit of like you know the audience gets to have a bit of fun with it. Yeah. Where she's like, Wah! and then I'm on the other side of the screen. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, so using those Hollywood magic, it's fun. 
Yeah, that was good. Uh, and then, yeah, a little bit about, you know, oh, yeah, cool. So you're getting the hang of the fighting. You're a quick learner with the fighting. But yeah, of course she is. So that's yeah. her whole thing. She's been a warrior since birth. Yeah. Of course she picks up the fighting very quickly. And then Ahsoka's like, okay, well, let's challenge you with something else. So yeah. A little bit more meditative, the actual, like, connection and feeling part of the Force. Let's challenge you with that. And she's like, move the cup. Yeah. And then she leaves, and Sabine has the moment where she completely fails to move it at all, which is good. It's yeah. like, you don't want to see too much progress too quick, especially with someone as a character that we've said repeatedly is not strong with the Force. Yeah. So it's going to be a long time, I think, of her like actually finding some kind of connection and finding her way to connect with it. I want to see some uh, Kung Fu Panda style stuff where it has to be her own way of connecting to it. It has to yeah. be her own way of training. And you even see a little small bit of that with Ahsoka like saying, okay, I'm going to listen to you, Sabine, when having that firefight. Yeah. Which was good. I thought a little bit heavy handed, but it's good. And it's good to see Ahsoka trying to challenge some of her own flaws and her own stubbornness and yep. overcome that so that she can be a better teacher for yeah. Sabine. And I think that's foreshadowed with Hugh Lang's line when they're having a conversation, just the two of them. Um, he and Ahsoka where he's like, you know, well, look, you know, if she were to learn to be a Jedi in a very non-traditional way, <laughs> it would follow the path of all of that, that master's yeah. chain of Ahsoka and Anakin and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. And then all the way up to like Dooku as well. Yeah. It's just a, I saw the a thing on Reddit the other day of like this long line of like, yeah. holy shit, yeah. they are all connected yeah. that way. It's fascinating. It's, it's crazy because it's kind of like family lineages yeah. for, for Star but Wars. For Master and Apprentice. Yeah. Very fascinating. Yeah. It's cool to think about that yeah. they're all connected in that lineage in that way. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So they get out of hyperspace above that uh, red tree planet yes. uh, that we saw in episode two. Uh, D- D- Danube? D- something like that. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, no, immediately they're under attack. So they get attacked by this squad of, uh, fighters led by yeah. Shin Hati, Shin yep. Hati, some, some Star Wars name. Uh, she's very cool. She's late, uh, and her and Maroc are fighting the, the, doing like this cool star fight. Yeah. Just far away from the planet and they're having this cool star fight. Yeah. And you see like the phases, they get far from the planet, they get close to the planet, they're approaching this ring, they see the ring in the distance and all the while they're having some fun interactions with the stuff. Uh, Hu Yang is like, I need to get close enough to scan this thing. Yep. And they have to fight right all the way up to it. And then they get taken out. Ship's dead, drifting through space. And very cool scene. Ahsoka j- goes for a, a spacewalk with the lightsabers. I love yeah. this. Yeah, they get you shot this from the Clone like, Wars. I've never seen this before. Yeah, the hyperspace ring. Like, like they start shooting at them. Um, yeah, spacewalks were in Clone Wars and Rebels. Yes, well. so I haven't... Yeah. Uh, maybe I remember seeing it in Rebels, but the, this was like a, oh, shit, they got spacewalks too? Yeah. All right, cool, I'm down yeah. for this. It was, once again, it was like this episode felt very Rebels. Yeah, it didn't it break cool. down the believability for me. And it's no, I don't think it was It was crazy. Yeah. You know, like she was wearing a spacesuit. So we well, get like, that yeah. one shot of Morgan Elsbeth. She's doing her stoic, annoyed look, I guess. I'm not or or just that, like, like side smirk. Yeah, I'm not like, the biggest know, fan she of, got two faces. of Morgan Elsbeth. Uh, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And... They do that. They go down into the planet, uh, and then we see the Purgles. And this is where I really want to draw the attention to space whales. Just how good the visuals are in the show. Yeah. Like, goddamn, it's good. It looks so pretty. I was uh, I'm yeah. really impressed. I had my. I think I said last week. I had my concerns going into this that it would look more like Kenobi or, or Boba of, Fett. Yeah, but no, nah, it looks good. It's on the level with Mando, and I'd say even like with this episode, potentially above the the production quality and just how beautiful everything is the mix of practical and cgi and yeah it was just fantastic i really loved it uh and then we go down to the planet i forgot its name again I, it's something like De- red tree Denab, Dunab, Dun- Denab, some space yeah. name yeah anyways uh and they land there they hide trying to get away from these fighters you wanted to talk about the fighters as well they, yeah they oh the fighters are beautiful they're like they're very clearly inspired by like World War Two fighter planes and just in the look and the sound of them, they're sort yeah. of like raw they yeah. make as they come through. Yeah, the sound design is really, yeah. really fantastic. Yeah, so they hide in the trees and it's just, yeah, the last two who are left, uh, Shin Hardy and, and um, Marok. Marok. Uh, and then they're like, yeah, cool, we got to regroup. They power down. Yep. And Ahsoka and Sabine, they get like a little moment and chat. Um, 
I don't know really, I think that's kind of the end of the episode for them. That's kind of like their, oh no, they talk to Hu Yang and Hu Yang's like, oh, he powers back on, yeah. He powers back up and they, he tells them, here's the scan. It's a long range uh, teleporter. Hyper- yeah, hyperdrive ring. Yeah. Hyperdrive ring from similar to the ones we see in the prequel trilogy. Yep. Uh, and yeah, and they've got like one piece left. They've got one more engine yeah. to put in. So there's still a little bit of time left yeah. bef- uh, for them to, you know, like cause some trouble. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and try and stop it. And then we end on uh, Balin. Uh, saying, you know, they're in the forest. Go get them. Exactly. And he does this stoic look off into the distance. Really regal. Not saying too much. Being a bit yeah. like a sort of a Count Dooku sort of type. Yeah. yeah. But just one note on that um, that final scene we get with Hu Yang. So they, he mentions specifically that those could be used to follow the migration patterns of Pergil. Yeah, like it's uh, less like old tech that was used. Yeah, old kind of like forgotten tech. Ancient Jedi, yeah. So yeah, very cool. And so Ahsoka and Sabine, they know everything. They're all caught up. Um, and so And they're on the same level as the villains. So... What we were talking about is where the show might go. Yeah. Um. Is yeah, they're gonna follow them to yeah. the other galaxy. Yeah. It's it seems like it's it's at a good point in this like you know end of episode three. We know that with like the previous Mando seasons, when it's eight episodes, that by the end of season four, you really know what's going on. Everything's been well established. We know what we're leading towards, and I think yeah. that if not in episode four, then episode five will see like the jump. Yeah. You know, we'll see them actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, we're very much looking forward to next week because, you know, halfway through the season, you've got half of the story. You should very much be able to tell what the shape of that story is. There is a chance that we could stay in this galaxy and stay where it's safe and easy to write stories, or we could do something really bold and go to a different galaxy and go explore different civilizations, different cultures, and the potential for, like, bringing Thrawn back and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and season two of Ahsoka has not been announced. It's like the last thing that was said was earlier this month, they said that season two could happen if people enjoy season one so yeah but that's such a bullshit thing to say like anyone can say that yeah anyway um they could be leading to you know doing their their movie just entirely in that universe yeah yeah if i was gonna put like a prediction skeleton crew is still coming out right skeleton crew is meant to come out in december or january so is there no date no date for it i haven't actually yeah so like to me it's like it's almost ready yeah. It's, you know, maybe it's fucking done. It could be done and they're could just be. waiting so that they've got like a nice spread out calendar. And you combine that with the writers and actors strike. So June next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, 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 it's hard to predict these kind of things. Yeah. Uh, at this kind of time in the industry and that kind of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. I've got my solid prediction that it's going to be very minimal Star Wars content until we get that movie mm. because it seems like that's Filoni's movie. Do you reckon that's the he's building towards? first one that happens? Because like the one that's really actively in development is the is the Ray one set fifteen years after Rise of Skywalker. Tell me how that's not episode ten. <laughs> like anyway, that's the first the first we heard about it was at what D twenty three a couple months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Earlier this year, it's the first time we've heard about that movie. Films. That um, seems like it's still very much in pre production. Like they're yeah. writing that. Yeah, you know, alongside James Mangold's you know Bible epic of the origins of the Jedi. The one that I'm most keen for. The one yeah. that's not in any development in any way. Yeah, it's just yeah. like ideation, like pre pre production. Yeah. So it's. I don't know. I feel like the first thing we'll see is the Heir to the Empire movie. Yeah. And I'm going to keep calling it that because that's probably what it fucking is. Yeah, they said that they're not going to, but it's like, why not? People would rock up for that. That's <laughs> exactly. A, that's a title that's 30 that years old now. sell. Yeah, it's recognized. Anyway. Um, but yeah, also it seems like Hera is probably going to go rogue, get the ghost and just, you know, go off to the so rescue. So yeah, in terms of predicting out like the rest of the season, it seems like Hera is still going to need to be a part of the story. Yeah, Her and sure. Chopper... Um, are maybe going to hijack whatever Sabine and Ahsoka are doing and join their story as they go potentially to the other galaxy. Yeah. And we see more of that story and like the reveal of Thrawn and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, also, you know, like, or, or that, you know, she knows that, okay, so the New Republic won't help. 
she, she'll do it herself. She's got all these other connections. Could call on Zeb. We've seen Zeb in the universe. Oh, we have He's just in, been in the background. We did see in Zeb Mando. in Mando season two, three? three, three. Yeah. Um. And you know why? If this is you know air quotes season five of Rebels, why wouldn't they get the whole gang back together to go? I save can definitely Ezra. see Zeb coming back into the show. Yeah. I feel like that was the reason he was in season three, it's honestly. Little, like, yeah. Tease. Which is good. Like that's mm. a good way of doing it, honestly, because yeah. it makes sense. It ties yeah. together. They could call on their other friends and heroes as well, like Hondo Onaka. Hondo Onaka. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, I would love that. Uh, him in live action. It's funny because he's at the um, he's at Galaxy's Edge. Like, yeah, he's, right. He's, he's a character all dressed up. Such a stuff. perfect character to go there. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's pretty much it, and we could keep rattling on about fan theories. We could, but... we could, or like our own theories of where the show would go next, or they could potentially just take us in a different direction and mm. just throw a filler episode, a Mando style style like side quest, you know. Now, hopefully, like next episode, they make the jump. It seems like they've been pretty committed to having it be one through story of mm. like here's here's the thing. It's it's Ahsoka and Sabine's story of their journey together as Master and Apprentice, them both complimenting each other and pointing out each other's flaws yep. as they try and become better people or like more true to themselves, I guess. Yeah, and I don't know if I mentioned, but yeah, it's it's um it's putting me at ease in terms of like this is very much feeling like Ahsoka show still. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like, yeah, Ezra Bridger is gonna be a big part of I think especially Sabine's story and her kind of acknowledging and moving past some of her flaws and her, I guess, trauma, maybe. Yeah, a lot of the stuff from the past. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, I'm happy to leave it off there. Yeah, that's it. Those are our thoughts. Really enjoyed the episode. Thought it was really good. And next week, we're very excited for episode four, where we will be back here doing more reviews and reactions. Thank you so much for listening or watching, however you've enjoyed the show. This has been Fixing the Sequel Trilogy, and until next time, may the Force be with you.